This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hi, friends. It's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapper. In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedar sinai Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. What an interesting topic we're talking about today as the Masters golf is going on, as the Lakers season has fallen apart. My guest at 815 is going to teach us about a new type of clothing involving compression. I wore these shorts under my wetsuit last Sunday. It's awesome. What a great idea of the fabric. It must affect proprioception, blood flow. I'm sure it makes a difference. And it made me think all week. There's something going on with this topic of compression in the world of art, the world of sports, and in my world of surgery. Tiger Woods is playing and doing great. Because in orthopedic surgery, we know that his fractures will only heal if the two bones that are broken are squeezed together, either with plates, screws, or a rod. That's what we're after, compression. The opposite is true. If anything is causing the bones to be pulled apart, they will never heal. Orthopedic surgery, my world. Tiger Woods playing again. It's because of compression, allowing healing to occur. What about in the world of art? Listen to this song from 1961 Charlie Parker The Bird and Dizzy Gillespie it's called Bebop the beginning of modern jazz <laughs> if you were to watch this on YouTube you'd see something amazing you'd see Dizzy Gillespie's cheeks blowing up the size of a balloon. That's what happened when he put so much compression through his lips to blow through his trumpet that looks like nobody else's trumpet because his trumpet is bent at a 45-degree angle because of an accident that occurred. Dizzy Gillespie said, It may be broken, my trumpet. But it sounds different now. The sound coming out of one end sounds different. And the force I need to compress the air at the other end is doing this to my cheeks, which makes me look different than everybody else playing the trumpet. And some of the greatest sounds to ever come out of a trumpet because of this compression was started as bebop and modern jazz. Let's listen to how this came about. How did your trumpet get bent, causing this compression to occur? Here's an interview with Dizzy Gillespie. With the bend in or if you do that yourself? <laughs> nah, 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 I had a straight one. I had one of those long trumpets, you know, brass trumpets. When did it, when did it go up? That's been about 15 years, I think. It, it, it got broke. You know, there was, well, it was a party one time. I was playing at a place called Snooky's on 45th Street in New York. And we had a, it was on January the 6th. I don't know exactly what year it was. 1953, it was Dizzy. Years ago. And we were having a party for my wife. And on my day off, on a Monday. And I had a interview program during that time. And I left my horn on one of those stands. You know, like one of those stands you hold it? And two comedians up there. You know, they had all these comedians in one off. And guys playing, saying Saravon, you know, Jack and And these guys, stumpy, stumpy. They were kidding around on the band saying one pushed the other one. 
and he pushed them back on the horn, you know? And instead of the horn falling, it just bent. It was stick, you know, when, when you stick your horn in a, in a stand, the, the, that stand goes up in the bell for about this much. 99 times out of 100, if somebody fall against it, it'll fall down. But it just so happened that the angle that he fell back on it, it must have been, let's see, the valve must have been up this way, and the bottom of the valve must have been this way. If it had been that way, it would have fallen. But it was this it's way. Caught it. And it's caught. And maybe it caught in his coat or something like that. And it just bent. When I got back, it was sticking up like this. One in a million chance. His life was changed forever. Our lives were changed forever. Yeah, what was the first thing you thought of? At first, I thought of killing somebody. (laughs) 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 And you know what? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you how the first thing I thought of. Illinois Jacket took one look at that horn, looking that up, bent up like that, and he left. (laughs) He He said, "I don't want to be here for the massacre." (laughs) So that's so I had one. Uh, when, when I got it back the next day, I had it straightened out. But I played it that night like that, and it's weird. You could hear immediately. You know, bam, you hear it. Yeah. Hear the yeah, bell is up that. here, you know? I said, oh, look at him. And he stayed with it and had horns made at a 45-degree angle. The sound coming out was forever changed. But also on the other end of the trumpet, it required even more force to blow through it. His cheeks blew up. Listen to this part of the story of compression. When we were all eight years old, we took band, and they taught us how to play the trumpet, right? And the one thing we weren't supposed to do is puff out our cheeks. Well, it, that, 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 the explanation for that is uh, through, through the years, this, this accumulated, this condition. It is a condition. Oh, I see. When you started, it didn't go that way. No, no, it's a condition because... Uh, you, you puff it out like that, it goes... For you, right yeah. now. Uh huh. Well, yeah, 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 a little bit at a time, I guess. Can, can I, I see that again? His cheeks just blow up like balloons. Oh, yeah, too. My goodness, is that from the muscles weakening? Or sh- no, I don't know whether that, that, I don't sound too weak. Yes. Like, <laughs> no, you don't, Dizzy. <laughs> when I do that, well, uh, well you know, that, that's not a, well, I, I guess maybe it's a weakening of the muscle, but let me, tell, let me show you what happens. It, you, you know, like, you know, you know, you know, in the fireplace, mm-hmm. when you, you get these things, the bellows, the, the bellows when, you that, when you when you pull the bellows out, the bellows. Treat yourself one day. Go on YouTube and watch what happens to Dizzy Gillespie's cheeks when he plays. They blow up. Here's why: compression. See, now, when you push those bellows in, if you have something over the end of this thing. It won't. It, it, it'll just swell, you know. And then when you say, like that, the, the note comes out. So that's how my attack is. You said somewhere that every day. Compression in art, the great Dizzy Gillespie. What about in sports? Where do we hear compression in sports? The Masters Golf Tournament is going on right now. The greatest golf tournament each year that's played. Golf, the man who really taught us, taught Jack Nicholas, taught Tiger Woods, taught us all because he wrote a book called The Fundamentals of Golf. His name was Ben Hogan, and he coined the term. You want to transfer that energy from the person swinging the club to the ball, the idea is to compress the golf ball. Listen to the Butch Harmon School of Golf, the modern teacher. It actually all goes back to one guy, Ben Hogan. Today I'm going to talk to you about a phrase which you hear quite often in golf commentary, especially when referring to how well a player is hitting the golf ball, and that's ball compression. Now I'm not sure that that many people really know what golf ball compression is, and in describing it to you, I think the best way to to understand the overview of it is it's the way the golf club efficiently communicates energy to the golf ball. So this instructor from the Butch Harmon School is going to talk to you about the angle, the face of the club, how you communicate the energy through holding the club. But you're going to hear Ben Hogan actually say 
believe it or not, the compression of the golf ball starts with your feet, with your lower extremity, your knees, your hip, your lower back. But listen more to the Butch Harmon instructor. Now the golf club's moving at the golf ball from different lines that we can see. It's also going to present different areas of energy to the ball, if you like. So the first thing I would say, let's pretend that we're going to hit this right out of the middle of the club face. Okay? So from there, I want you to think that from the face on, when you're looking at a player from the front, the player can communicate with the ball the following thing. He can communicate the dynamic loft of the golf club. Now that's the loft that we see at impact. He can also communicate the angle of attack given to the golf ball. Now, if the dynamic loft is kept down and the angle of attack is kept fairly shallow for the golf club that he's hitting, those two energy lines or those two energy vectors, if you like, they're going to communicate with the ball in a very efficient way. But he's talking about your upper extremity. That's actually not how you compress, according to Ben Hogan. Listen to the man himself from the 50s giving a golf lesson, Ben Hogan is, talking about actually you don't get the compression from your arms. You get it from your leg. Your legs start this golf swing. You're then having your upper extremity, your shoulders, follow what your leg's doing, not the other way around. Most people teach golf the wrong way. And that's what Ben Hogan is telling us. Well, the most important uh, thing in a golf swing to me is the movement of the lower body from the top of the swing. And if you don't mind, I'll demonstrate. First off, you start down below with your knees and your hips. At the top of the swing, you move the lower part of your body, not your shoulders, the lower part of your body. And finally with Ben Hogan. Letting your arms and hands follow bringing you into position to hit. But this is the first movement there. Then you release at the bottom. Most people do it entirely opposite. They rotate their shoulders first instead of their lower body. As a result, they come across the ball and hit the outside of the ball instead of the back of it. Fascinating. You want to maximally compress the golf ball? Listen to Ben Hogan. Listen to Gary Player one of the greatest golfers of all time, giving full credit to this idea of how to correctly swing the golf club, starting with your feet first, then your shoulders come, giving all the credit to the science that Ben Hogan came up with. I think of today, uh, you hear a lot of things about modern day teaching. Uh, as though a lot of the things that are mentioned today have just been invented in recent years. But really, I think the man that knew the most about the golf swing inside out, uh, without a question, was Ben Hogan. And what they're basically teaching today, a lot of Hogan's principles. When it comes to the golf swing, there are certainly a number of theories to consider. And perhaps you can learn something valuable from each of them. No one has had all the answers. But many feel that Hogan had the most answers. His amazingly popular book, Five Lessons, The Modern Fundamentals of Golf, has influenced golf instruction for over 40 years. It's influence because he's teaching you how to compress the ball with your swing, which starts with your legs, not your arms. Compression in music, Dizzy Gillespie, not throwing away a trumpet that was bent 45 degrees because some comedian fell on it backstage, but realizing more compression changes the sound. We all wear shorts. We all wear a T-shirt. Who knew that by bringing compression into the fabric, you can actually work out in a way that you've never dreamed of before? Coming up next, we're going to learn all about the world of compression in the clothes that you wear to train. Fascinating subject. We'll be joined by the great Melanie Lynn. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This is Keyshawn in the morning. My man, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show starts your Saturday morning. Join the doc from 7 to 9 a.m. But... Don't miss my show, Monday morning on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. At 42 years old, you know what your new nickname is for me? <laughs> Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You're not Matthew from Santa Monica anymore. You're Mr. Preop. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Under Pressure, 1981, Queen, David Bowie. Compression, pressure in all aspects of our life is powerful. In my world of surgery, in the world of music, in the world of sports, but also in the world of training, the fabric. We're going to learn all about it. I'm so excited to talk to the great Melanie Lynn. Melanie, thanks so much for getting up early to be with us. No problem. Really excited to be here. Thank you, Dr. Clapper. <laughs> My pleasure. All right, let's get to it. Who are you? Where'd you right. grow up? Well, where'd you go to school? Where'd you go to high school? What'd your mom and dad do for a living? <laughs> you want all of that? <laughs> yes. I need to know who you are, Melanie. How young are you? Awesome. 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 Well, hi, everyone. My name is Melanie Lynn. Uh, where do I even begin? My family, we have been in the textile and apparel industry for more than four generations. Wow. I am technically the fourth generation, and my children will be the fifth. Wow. Uh, I grew up born and raised in Orange County, so Huntington Beach, California. Wow. And for my undergrad, I went to UCLA. Uh, for my MBA business degree, I went to USC. So wow. I really uh, live and breathe L.A. I've been a California native, and overall it's just been so awesome to build out my career with my family's business and uh, be at Virus. Um, and take what I've learned from school and, you know, really bring the company's uh, goals to life. That's awesome, Melanie. God bless. How young are you? I'm 25. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at you, UCLA. Did you eat pizza at La Monica's? I did. I did. <laughs> you, you know it. You know you, it well. And do you go to the Jack Surf Shop in Huntington Beach? Yep, yep. That is where I used to hang out in eighth, eighth and ninth grade. That is where the cool kids used to hang out. <laughs> well, teach us a little bit about a fascinating subject that actually makes up your life and what your dad has put his life and thoughts into. Tell us about when when clothes go badly, which we think are comfortable, uh, loose-fitting clothes. You're doing the opposite. You're focusing in yeah. on compressing the fabric. Take us through where this whole idea started and, and, and where it comes from. And I also want to thank the great Jared Abrams for putting us together because it is an interesting topic. But take us through where it starts. Sure. So I'll kind of stop a little bit back. So Virus International as a brand started back in 2010. This was my father's vision for wanting to create something that he saw was a noticeable gap in the market, especially for the sports that virus started in. So funny, you, you mentioned Jack Surf Shop. So my father's original mentor was actually Bob Hurley. So he really learned about supply chain and about how to run a clothing business and about even how the ins and outs of this industry went um, by learning from Bob Hurley, uh, working for Quicksilver, Billabong, Ocean Pacific, Gaucho, you name it, all the top names. But he still realized that even in this space, there was a lack of right, right, what we call compression garments, technical garments that really enable your body to do more instead of just look good or feel good. It goes beyond that. So uh, circle back down to 20, 20, uh, 2010, that is when my father started Virus, and we started in motocross, surf, stand-up paddleboarding, jujitsu, powerlifting, weightlifting, and these are still the sports that we service today. And these are the biggest, biggest people who need this compressive, functional, technical apparel that you know and trust will not rip under barbell abrasion, right? Or will can be put through these extreme environments, heat, um, also cold environments, and still withstand your external environments while keeping your body protected 
and enabling your body to do these intense sports. People are familiar with K-tape, you know, as an orthopedic surgeon, uh, it really came from my world, but you'll watch the Olympics and you'll see all kinds of athletes professionally that come out on the court, particularly when you get to see them. Football players are covered by, you know, jerseys and, and equipment, but if you're a basketball player or a volleyball player where you're practically seeing every part of their skin, Many times you'll see Misty May, remember, playing uh, volleyball with all kinds of tape all over her shoulder. We get to see it when we watch Anthony Davis, a T-shirt that he wears underneath his jersey. Teach us a little bit about the science behind proprioception and touching the skin and what that does for a weekend warrior as well as a warrior. Yes. So I can uh, go into even just the two main fabrics that Virus has actually created in-house, trademarked, we've developed with sports scientists and medical doctor, doctors in this space. So one of them being our bioceramic fabric, which uses far infrared. And if anyone um, is not familiar with far infrared technology, what they've, we've been able to do is essentially take uh, materials that are used from um, minerals in nature infuse it with the fabric and the second the fabric touches your skin but also think about when you're wearing this fabric outside in an external environment when you're sweating or when even the sun shines on the garment and then that light shines through and it's interacting with your body it actually starts to help increase your circulation uh, increase recovery and at the cellular level while you are working out, while you are wearing the garment at the same time. So we used to make these bioceramic socks, for example, where we, I, I used to give this to my grandma, who her feet were always cold. Mm. Women, we know this. Our feet, our hands are always cold. So even if you aren't necessarily working out, you still need this fabric technology to essentially make sure your body is operating correctly and the most efficiently at the cellular level. And so this is just a peak of the technology that virus infuses into our garments for, of course, the everyday athlete, but also the elite uh, Olympian high-level athlete. We service everybody and everyone in between. There is a beer company out there, which I don't have to say their name, but when COVID came along, a lot of people confused COVID with this beer company, good and bad. So take us through the whole crazy idea of calling a company a virus. Why and how did that come about? Yeah, and that is a great question. And again, I just want to, again, preface it. Virus was created in 2010, right, way before the pandemic. But the sole reason and the biggest reason why we named our company Virus, it all stems from the original ethos of our brand and our company. So let's take the example of Cub Swanson. If anyone's familiar in the UFC world, Cub Swanson, who was one of our original shareholders, he was the first virus athlete. He got famous in his industry for being one of the first athletes in MMA and UFC to get full reconstructive face surgery. So this was a time when, you know, he was still um, amazing competing, fighting, but the second he got through that injury, not a lot of brands wanted to work with him simply because of his face. But beyond that, Fast forward 10 years later, despite going through all that, despite even having kids, right, having a family, having to settle down, to this day, he is still fighting. He is still showing up. He is still an inspiration. Why? Because he has the virus. All of the people that virus services have this addiction, have this motivation to get through adversity, to go through both mental and physical challenges, to show up at their sport, whether you're at the amateur or professional level. That is the virus. So our slogan is the passion that defines you. That undeniable passion that runs through your veins, right, that makes you get up to come train, to come work out, to dedicate your life to this full time, that is the virus. So it really stems to the ethos of what our brand means for people who wear virus, but also what our brand, in turn, can do to support the dream of any athlete out there, regardless of your background, regardless of your sport, regardless, you know, of where you come from. Melanie, what's so fascinating about you, the company and the product is one thing, but I'm, as I hear you talk, you know, I just love the respect that you have for the tradition. So take us through your 25 what was it like to have conversations with your grandfather, with your grandmother, your dad, your mom? 
that you would stay in the business. How did this all come about, and what do you know about the beginning, beginning, the history of your family in America? Right, right. I will tell you it wasn't easy, especially with, you know, aside from my father's generation, right, his parents. I will tell you, I they were not as fortunate as me. My dad, he was literally the perfect uh, example of a rags to riches story. Mm. Coming, um, being an immigrant from Taiwan, we're Taiwanese. I was born here, but I'm first generation, right? All my parents, my grandparents, they all came from Taiwan, mm. came from a time where they saw opportunity in the United States and didn't see what they could get by staying in their home country. And now I will tell everybody here, my Mandarin is still subpar. So communicating with my grandparents, you know, was was one thing, but I could just tell they had so much history and life and appreciation for what they've been able to build since arriving in the United States. And I can tell you the beginnings of virus were not pretty at all. I have no problem admitting here, you know, on the radio that my parents actually got divorced because of virus. My mother did not believe in the stream, believed it was too risky. And my father, who had spent 35 years of his career working for the big guys, right? Again, Hurley, Quicksilver, Billabong, realizing he could build something for himself. And then fast forward another 10 years later when the brand started to take off, I'm at UCLA and I'm in the gym and I see one of my peers wearing virus. Wow. And for me, that was something where I was like, holy crap, this has really become real. My father, who's Taiwanese, right, has now built a brand that I can be a part of. And now this brand is recognized alongside Nike, Adidas, Puma. Some even people... Some of our customers even say the quality is even better than wow. those brands. And so for us to be even be able to build something, for me to even have some little uh, impact on the legacy that my father has started and created, it's my privilege to even be in the role that I am and to see his vision through. Take me through that day. You're a big shot UCLA college student. You go to the gym <laughs> and you see that. Well, like you get your phone out, you call your dad, you must have like gone crazy. (laughs) No, you know what I wanted to do? I actually, what I actually did is I went up to the student wearing the virus compression leggings and I told him, thank you so much for supporting this brand. You have no idea how much it means. And he literally stared at me like I was crazy. You know, people, he, he didn't understand why is this random girl coming here thanking me for this piece of clothing I bought. And, you know, I, I told him, you know, this is the brand my family started. I gave him a hug. I probably still freaked him out, but I wanted to give him and show him gratitude. It was, it was a crazy day. I remember I was sweaty as well. There were a lot of factors in here. I was just happy. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. It's amazing to carry the legacy, but you know what? In the end, you got to believe in yourself. And I'll tell you, when you hear this, you hear Dizzy Gillespie talk about someone fell on the only possession he has, his his trumpet, and destroys it. But it's not completely broken. He decides, you know what? I'm going to continue to play it. Let me play this for you, and I want to hear what you hear when you hear this soundbite. It was stick, you know, when, when you stick your horn in a, in a stand, the, the, that stand goes up in the bell for about this much. 99 times out of 100, if somebody falls against it, it'll fall down. But it just so happened that the angle that he fell back on it, it must have been, the, the, let's see, the valve must have been up this way, and the bottom of the valve must have been this way. If it had been that way, it would have fallen. But it was this way. And it's caught. And maybe it caught in his coat or something like that. And it just bent. When I got back, it was sticking up like this. Now, what was the first thing you saw that? I first I thought of killing somebody. (laughs) 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 And you know what? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you how the first thing I thought of, Illinois Jacket took one look at that horn at looking at up, been up like that, and he left. <laughs> he said, "I don't want to be here for the massacre." <laughs> so that's so. I had one uh, when, when I got it back the next day. I had it straightened out, but I played it that night like that, and it's weird. You could hear immediately. You know, bam! You hear it. That's yeah, the yeah, bell is up that. here. You know, I said, oh, "Look at him." The vindication 
that Dizzy Gillespie sees and hears mm. when he plays that trumpet broken. The vindication that you see when that totally random college student is wearing something that your dad risked his whole career for. He's mm. wearing it at your school and goes for it. And then you see that vindication. It must have been unbelievable, Melanie. Mm. It was. It was. And it made me incredibly proud. And again, just really put everything into perspective for me. It was it was awesome. It was. I, I have no words. There really were no words to describe it, which is why I didn't think I went up to the dude and just started talking to him. And again, probably freaked him out. But it was what I felt in the moment. Were you so, studying business at UCLA and that's when you kind of committed, I'm going to do this? Or did you already feel like you were going to go into the business? So funny enough, I was, you know, I take after my father, right? I'm a go-getter. I always had this entrepreneurial spirit, but actually mm. I didn't want anybody carving out my career for me. So I remember he would joke here and there, hey, you're going to take over the business one day. And I'm like, no, dad, like that's your dream. I want to build something on my own. Mm. So actually, you know, um, as I was close to graduating UCLA, I studied business economics. I was in the process of recruiting for consulting. So I, I was I was recruiting for Deloitte, Bain, mm. McKinsey, you know, the big four, um, thinking that, hey, this is actually the part of my career I wanted to try for myself. And then having gone through even just the recruiting process, I realized, you know what, this still doesn't fulfill me in some way. This mm. doesn't make me feel excited about what I want to do for my career. And then I started traveling to Asia with my father, you know, Hey, you know, I'm, I'll help you out with virus. I'll, I'll check out the supply chain. I'll see what's going on. And as I started traveling, that was another thing that opened up my eyes was even just seeing the world from a different place, mm. a different perspective, meeting different people. I realized there was so much in this for me um, to be able to share this dream now and really see what the impact I could have on the, the company my father built, right, that will set virus apart from the virus that originally was when he created it back in 2010. And the company now is so different than what it was 10 years ago. And even to this day, I've only been here at the company for uh, a year and a half. So much impact has happened. I have felt like I have been able to put myself forward and really contribute to what the team, um, you know, has to receive. So Ultimately, I realized this is my calling and I'm able to help share my dad's dream while building something in this company that was different than anything he could have done. So that is how I see it. But everything in life happens for a reason. I fully believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm here today and I regret nothing. I, I, I want nothing but the best for this company and the best for all the employees and for the amazing team we have worldwide. It's just I can't even believe it that as I'm talking to you about this, it, it's where it is now <laughs> you know melanie there's a lot of weekend warriors listening to this show it's very popular and a lot of people are dads who have daughters let me tell you something you make us all proud to know that this is a story that could wind up the way it does i mean virus is virus but to be able to have a daughter like you boy your dad must be walking on cloud nine. I'm I'm proud of you, and you're not even my daughter. But oh. I'm just loving loving hearing the story. And I wore those shorts because of Jared Abrams hooking us up to, to so that I could wear them under my wetsuit. And I just can't wait to to do it again because it is to know the story behind it is awesome. So what's the future for Virus? What's next before I let you go? Yeah, and this is so exciting. I just want to share a sneak peek with everybody. The name of our game right now is Strategic Partnership. So Virus is trying to get into new segments of sports, um, new areas. So we've just opened up Virus Oceania in Australia and New Zealand, for example. Uh, we're now tackling Virus UK and Virus Canada. We're going international. We're putting the international in Virus International. But above all, Virus Virus's roots come from our ability to stay advanced in our fabric technology. And now what we're furthermore doing is partnering ourselves with technological partners in the space. So Dignitas being one. So for any of my gamers out there, Virus is now an eSports. And to further that, we're also partnering with um, this partner uh, who's called the Sensei. And they are this VC-backed company from the Bay Area who's been able to create uh, sensors that are integrated into compressive apparel that enable lifetime form tracking, cue and misalignment uh, form 
form correction in live time. So this is what virus is doing. We are literally trying to hone in on our expertise, which is technology, bringing apparel and technology to a whole new level that has never been done before in this industry. So please stay tuned because there's a lot of things we are cooking up and I am in charge of a lot of these big partnerships. So you'll be there for first to hear it from me uh, when these things come through. <laughs> but that Melanie, is I just want to reserve a spot. Because I would love you to make some scrubs for us surgeons and nurses oh my and God. x-ray techs. Awesome. So start thinking. Yeah. You're, you're pretty busy right now. But when you start thinking <laughs> about, because I have some ideas of how to make a I'm on my feet 10, 12 hours in the operating room twice a week. You need to start thinking about making scrubs for people like me 100%. so we can stand. So keep that in mind. What a pleasure to talk 100%. to you. What a pleasure to meet you. How do people find virus clothing? Tell us about the website. Yeah, so please visit. Um, it's just virusintl.com. Um, if you also literally Google virus clothing, you know, you will pop up there. But ultimately, you can always reach out to me. Um, please feel free to always email me. My email is melanie at virusintl.com. Again, we are just so happy honored and happy to have this opportunity to have this platform so for anybody with any questions or wanting to collaborate with virus more um i'm in charge of partnerships you can come directly to me and i will welcome you with open arms because we're all in this together to build this together and virus is here to help others build up as well so that is what i will say i'm just really really honored again for this opportunity thank you for having me today my pleasure melanie lynn i'm proud of you i'm proud of you as a businesswoman and i'm proud of you as someone's daughter god bless you and we'll be in touch thank thanks you so much, much all right you're very thank welcome you. what Have a, a story time. you too all right warriors Bye. we'll take a quick break come back for a short segment and then we'll finish up wait till i tell you what we're going to be doing next week and don't forget compression in life I got to tell you where to have the best compression sandwich, the best panini I ever had in my life here in Los Angeles. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. It's the most entertaining thing in the world. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. From schwitzing like a piece of tuna fish. Every Saturday morning from <laughs> 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You're listening to Bebop. Dizzy Gillespie playing the trumpet like nobody ever played it before or since. And that's because nobody else plays a trumpet with a 45-degree bend in the tube. It sounds different. Fascinating to hear him talk. Not only do you as the listener hear the trumpet differently, but he says he can hear the songs coming out better because the trumpet is now at his ear level because it's up 45 degrees. And that gives the instant feedback to the player, not just to the audience. Compression. Yeah. Your brain feels your skin when you wear garments that have those compression panels. That biofeedback to your brain is key. Makes a huge difference. 
What about in food? Oh, this week. This week I had compression in food. I searched and talked to people. Where is the best sandwich that's compressed? Literally in a machine. A George Foreman type grill. A panini. And I had a few. A few places in L.A. They were good. Melts the cheese in the ham and cheese sandwich. Yada, yada, yada. But then I came across the holy grail of panini sandwiches. They have many choices. All kinds of flavors you can put in. But the best, the signature one, is grilled chicken. Pesto, which is basil, garlic, pine nuts in a blender. It turns green. Awesome to look at. It's a different green color than an avocado. Sun-dried tomatoes. Let me tell you, your life is different. Your life is different when you are eating a sun-dried tomato. It's a sun-dried tomato, pesto, grilled chicken, and to melt some cheese, some provolone cheese, and compress it where the bread becomes toasty and crispy. I bought $200 worth of these sandwiches this week for my whole staff, my whole office. I didn't want my sandwich to end. Just like Dizzy Gillespie says, that trumpet starts to talk to you. That sandwich started to talk to me. Here's Dizzy Gillespie talking about something that he's compressing, talking back to him. I would think some musicians would see it as a love affair, you know, like oh, like a like a harpsichord player. Yeah, well, you, you ever see two, two fighters when they, when they finish beating the hell out of one another, they hug. And <laughs> That's what I do to them. I'm like, brother. <laughs> the thing actually has made you famous, if not rich. That little, yeah. you know, yeah, you're known yeah. all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Now you grew up. It, it is. It is. It is charged daily for well, it. Here he's going to talk about it talking to him. Sorry. Yeah. So sometimes if you fooling around, you know, warming up, you know, you were saying, it detects that. The trumpet detects it. The trumpet itself detects that. You say, uh-huh. I got it. And then when you get ready to push, it won't, it won't do it. So you have to, you have to fight it. You're in a boxing match all the time with this. That trumpet's talking back to him. Well, you want a sandwich that's going to talk back to you and tell you, I'm eventually going to have to end. Isn't that going to be sad? That's what this sandwich said to me this week. Coming up next, I'll tell you where it is. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Sedano. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday than when my guy, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m., Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. It's time for Clapper Killies. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Where has this been my whole life? Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Last segment. Oh, my God, did this show go fast. Numbers 877-710-ESPN. Let's, lines are lit up. Let's go to a caller. Let's go to John. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you doing? I'm good. How young are you? What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm, I'm young. I'm 52, and I'm a professor of uh, kinesiology and health, but I'm calling about my daughter, actually. Oh, good. All right. How can I help you? She's, uh, she's 16. Uh, in March of 2021, she had a subluxation of her left shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and she did rehab, did not get an MRI at the time. It reoccurred one time last year and then reoccurred more severely this time, uh, March of this year, mm-hmm. and got an MRI. The problem is the radiologist says there's no tear. Mm-hmm. Then we went to an orthopedic surgeon um, through our hospital, and he said he sees a slight tear. Mm-hmm. Um, question is, do we want to do rehab, which he's doing now, or surgery? Um, we're trying to see if we should get a third opinion. We don't know what route to take because there's two different opinions. Okay. Uh, this is a young girl we're talking about. So everybody has 16. to cool, cool their jets, right? You don't, you don't run to surgery. Uh, different from boys versus, uh, you know, that are growing. Girls, their growth plates can be there uh, for a different amount of time. You really don't want to run to surgery because you could endanger the growth plate. However, you can tell whether the growth plate is still existing. Is there's still going to be growth in that bone? By looking at the X-ray and looking at the MRI, please do not. You listen to the show. You know, you know what uh, the Weekend Warrior is all about. Yes. So I don't want anyone talking you into stem cells, PRP, any kind no, of no, injection no. into her shoulder. Please, please, please. This is your daughter we're talking not. about. You really can. So just to explain to uh, to the listener what we're talking about here, the shoulder is like a golf ball, ball and socket joint. But instead of the hip where the golf ball is inside the coffee cup, the socket is deep and bone, the golf ball is on a golf tee, which allows you to have beautiful 180 degrees of motion. The shoulder's the most mobile joint in the whole body because the socket is very shallow. And what our Mm -hmm. body does to give us best of both worlds, worlds, great range of motion, because of the shallow socket, it compensates and makes up for that shallow socket by having a very thick rubber gasket around the top of the golf tee to keep the golf ball from falling off the golf tee. A dislocated shoulder means the golf ball literally fell off the top of the golf tee and is sitting on the grass. Subluxation, for people to understand, is the golf ball rocks slightly off the tee but doesn't fall to the ground it's an almost dislocation that's what a subluxation is and it stretches the nerves in the capsule and is very painful and is a very horrific feeling of my shoulders about to go out on me now the idea behind therapy is can you strengthen muscles to actually have dynamically maintain the ball staying on top of the golf tee and not falling over that's the whole idea behind it. But sometimes you actually do need to take the floppy and sloppy stretched out structure of the labrum in the capsule and tighten it. So you always want to give it time to heal. You always want to try to be holistic and try therapy. But if too much has been stretched and it still wants to come out, there's a very elegant way that we as surgeons can tighten the pouch and give it the the tightness that it used to have. They can get rid of the sloppiness. You obviously want to do everything to avoid that first, but you absolutely should take your daughter for an opinion from someone that I trust, someone at Cedars that I'm going to give you the name for right now. So you got a pencil? Write this down. Yes, I do. I do. I love this guy. And um, this is a show not to solicit patients for me. You're asking me my advice I'm a father of a daughter, so I know exactly what you're going through. This is who I want you to see. And when you call and when you see him, you tell him Dr. Clapper sent you, and he'll get a big smile on his face. His name is Michael Stone, S-T-O-N-E. You call his office. Tell him you're Dr. Clapper's cousin. Tell him you're a weekend warrior. He'll get so excited. But he will treat your daughter with the dignity and respect that she deserves. He is not going to be quick to tell you to have surgery. But he's also not going to send you on wild goose chases either. He will treat her the way she should be treated. It's enough already. You've got enough opinions. You're calling me for my opinion. This is my opinion. This is where you take her. And after you take her, you call here. Tell me how it went so everybody can hear. He's an honor. He's an angel from above, and he will be able to help your daughter better than anybody else that I know of in this town. All right? Okay, yeah, we were just concerned because she's a competitive dancer. Yeah. And, you know, the dynamic movement, as you said, 
with her shoulder and coming into next year as her uh, senior year in high school. She competes in high school and in uh, studio, so we want to make sure that she's ready and prepared for that. So. The only thing I want okay. you to tell your daughter is what my mother told me. When you ask her what does she want to do with her life, she can give you all kinds of answers. You need to tell her, John, from Dr. Clapper, the correct answer when you ask her what is she going to be when she grows up, the correct answer is a doctor. Okay, we're going to take it. We're going to make lemons, lemonade out of the lemon. We're going to tell her, listen, you're about to understand how your body works to get this injury to heal. Someday we could use a great orthopedic surgeon, a girl, a woman like your daughter. That's right. So that's what I take advantage of this tragedy and make it into lemonade. Capiche? Got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Listen, John, you're a total stranger to me. I want you to find a total stranger today. You do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me. I'll pay it forward. All right, young man. God bless you, and nice to talk to you. Good luck to her. Thanks, Dr. Clapper. All right, my pleasure. All right, Warriors. Wow. Two hours, Will Orms. How'd that happen? Oh, my God. Let me tell you where the best panini sandwich is. You may need a cup of coffee and a cigarette by the time you're done eating this sandwich. It's going to talk to you like the trumpet talked to Dizzy Gillespie. Like the golf club talked to Ben Hogan. Can a sandwich possibly talk to you? This sandwich is crunchy, crispy, but smooth with pesto and sun-dried tomatoes and melted cheese and chicken breast. Oh, my God. It's the best panini I ever had. And it's here in L.A. And it's called Il I.L. Trama, T-R-A-M-E-Z-Z-I-N-O, Il Tramazino. They got two locations. Get the chicken breast sandwich. Trust me. And you can call me, tweet me if you want, at Dr. Robert Clapper. Take a picture of it. Let me know how much you enjoyed it. It'll be awesome. Let's talk briefly about next week. Next week, what happens when a doctor, a colleague of mine, who's delivering babies and being a gynecologist her whole life, retires. But she doesn't just retire. She opens a new chapter, literally, in her life. Takes all of that medical knowledge and decides to write mysteries. The great Dr. Paula Bernstein, one of Cedar sinais finest doctors who retired, now is writing mysteries. And the detective is a former OBGYN. It's a fascinating story. I cannot wait to talk to her. The great Paula Bernstein. That's what we'll talk about next week. Until then, have a great week. I'll be surfing and operating. Two things I love to do the most. But until then, I leave you with Volare, which is singing and flying. Next week, I'll see you on the radio.